can make a show of it you know I, why not not really sure what to say about it honestly well you brought it up crappy roads construction driving in cities congested areas it's probably a stupid topic well now, now think about this you drove a tractor trailer but it was in afghanistan right is that where it was at yeah i, I told you i'd have to kill you wait a minute are we on the air yeah we're on we're actually live right now yeah you do that all the time why every you show you do this to me you never tell me when we're going you know, most places they have a, like a light that goes on and says on air. We couldn't afford the light. Yeah. <laughs> the bulb would be burned out. We just say, "Hey, we're on." By the way, we yeah. we do that. We do it differently. I here. couldn't tell you where I was over there. I'd have to kill you. Right. Well, yeah. it, well be, and I don't really need to know the location or the coordinates because I obviously don't want you to kill me, Johnny uh, Acid. But listen, but the point is, yeah, it, it wasn't that congested out in the desert, was it? I mean, it got a little backed up once in a while. Well, every now and then you got well, behind you know, a couple of tumbleweeds. Is, I mean, what? No, you'd have a guy out there who has to dig up the road because there's one of those pesky IEDs in the road. So yeah. the convoy comes to a halt, you know? Yeah. And so you guys are all blowing horn like, go on, dig it up before we, we, we're running late no, here, man. We, Get we that bomb out of no, there, no, damn it. You no. know what? Let's just go. No, we yeah. didn't really have time to blow the horn. You know, we had to shoot back at the people who were ambushing us. Okay. All right. So you really didn't have a congested area. Not so much. Right. No. Okay. So now I drove, open. I drove tractor trailer in New York City like uh, three, four times a week a lot when I was a young driver. Pretty congested. It, the, it's if. I used to make a joke that if you want to torture New Yorkers, yeah, take away their horns. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I've never been in a city where the horn is utilized as much as New York City. Drivers hate going into, into New York. I think, Johnny, that people probably practice horn blowing in New York City. I bet, I bet you they do. Before they even get their license, they probably... I wonder if horn blowing is even did in you blow, school. Did you blow your horn when you were in there? No. Well, you mean the air horn? Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then I would, yeah. yeah. Just, blast just to be off. part of the crowd. You know, I was I was a follower. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you were a follower, huh? Some oh, things never change. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be the guy standing out and refusing to blow my horn when I got a louder one. Don't follow me into combat. Hey, let me tell you, one time I was going down Broadway. Yeah. You've been in New York City? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going down Broadway and I have to go to fifty fifth, okay? Where right. I think it's fifty 53rd or 55th. It's where the Waldorf Astorium's at. Is that when you were delivering the flower? No, no, no. This was oh. a 53-foot casket trailer with a belly box. But it was empty, and we were picking up the furniture because the Waldorf Astorium, every two to three years, they take their millions of dollars worth of furniture and renovate. And then that furniture, check this out. There's this big, giant place in Dayton, which is actually, what's that little... What's the, what's the little area right there in the Dayton area? I, I can't think of the name. Is it Middleton or something like that? I think it's Middleton, but it's right there where Dayton, Ohio's at, mm. in that area. And they they're they're big wholesalers. So a lot of and this was back when I was doing it. These guys would purchase the Waldorf's 
And I'm talking about desks that were like worth five grand. Antique furniture. Oh, they clean house and buy more. Pure, exactly, man. That's how. That's how rich the. That's Walden. what my wife does every few years. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. Well, I'm not even going to make a comment about that. But but listen, the Waldorf. This is how nutty they were. I mean, and again, I'm not picking on them, but they would take their furniture that ha- that was beautiful, and they would get rid of it every couple of years. Uh, we would pick it up there, okay. And and here was the worst part. You want to talk about congestion? The pickup time was four o'clock in the afternoon. Now listen, was this touch freight or no touch? Did you have to? Load oh no, it? no, I wasn't. And it's actually kind of an interesting story. Um, now that you bring up congestion, and, yeah. And we'll get to that here in a second. But it was four o'clock in the afternoon. Was my appointment times whenever I was going there. Now, most places, if you have a four o'clock, you can just go there at noon if you're four hours earlier and park somewhere. And just wait until it's your turn to get in the door, right? That's, not that's in New York. Not in New York. In fact, the the paperwork it said do not show up before five till. So the earliest you were allowed to show up was five till four o'clock, and you had a fifty-three foot trailer in Manhattan at four o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know how insane that is? There, you can't get any more cars on the street. Than at that time. That's crazy. It's bumper to bumper. And I'm not kidding you. Here's the worst part. The directions. Now, you're talking about driving in congestion, right? Yeah. The directions to get there was to go down the alley the wrong way. (laughs) So, and here's the worst part. I had to swing out on Uh Broadway. Yeah. Where... And when you did, when if once you start swinging or you're trying to go around a turn, they New Yorkers will pass you on the curve, on the curb. They will go up on the sidewalk, blow their horn, and, and just to cut around you. They don't care. They'll, they'll they'll go underneath your trailer if if it can get them by quicker. It's I'm not I kid you not. That's why I said horn blowing 101 in New York because I guarantee it's taught in school. These guys would be lost without their horn. So anyway, so here's a true story. I have to swing out and back down. I think it was either 53rd or 55th. And, and you know, call me, correct me, whatever. It was one of those dang alleys. Yeah. The, the one that ran along the backside, uh, the loading side of the Waldorf. Okay. So I had to swing out. In fact, I had to swing out where I was pointing down. Down the street was Radio City. Okay. And, right. And where they, Rockefeller Center or whatever is all there, where they do the ice skating and stuff. Just another block or two over straight down. Because we would walk down there. But anyways, so I would, you had to pull across Broadway and then back down the wrong way. You had to go down the wrong way backwards. Wow. And and the, the alleys, now you got to ask, you got to say to me, Troy, where where did you back to? Where was a dock? Go ahead. No dock. None. What they did was they took a box truck, and I've told this before. In the, Dockless. The, well, there, there was a dock. Uh, the Waldorf has a dock, but the dock... Because of the alley, obviously, 53-foot trailer wouldn't fit across the road even, right? Even I if you did there. a 90-degree park where your truck was totally jacked. I could get it in there. No, you couldn't. You, unless you took out the building across the street, you could. But, well, exactly. I see yeah. the look in your face. Well, right. so, okay, so you would get it in there. But So the rest of us that didn't want to get fired, what we would do is we would, <laughs> <laughs> we would back up to the Class B truck that the Waldorf already had backed into the dock. We backed up to the side of the truck. The truck had a door that opened up and a and a a uh, a, a plate 
that would go in the back of your trailer. So you would back up to the side of the truck, and the truck was backed into the building. So they would bring the furniture out of the building, into the box truck, around the corner, out the side door, and into your trailer. Aren't you the clever one? I, it wasn't my idea. But oh. I, I thought it actually was pretty clever of these people to do that. What Brilliant. was really what was really cool about the whole thing was they'd have another tractor trailer backed up the opposite way. So there was a door on both sides of the box truck, two plates connected. So you had like a T-looking uh, outfit going on, box truck in the middle, two tractor trailers backed up to that, and everybody was, they were all unloading. They had a big crew. We didn't touch nothing. Were, and, the, were the lumpers uh, dressed like bellhops? No, and I'm going to tell you something. Those guys, true story, I was sitting there watching these guys unload, and one of the lumpers, right? <laughs> I, I love that word, lumper. I, I mean, the first time I heard the word lumper, I'm like, what the hell is a lumper, man? That's kind of gay. Or, I Can you imagine it. you're at a bar and you meet a chick, and she goes, what do you do? I'm a lumper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm a lumper. <laughs> I'm a lumper. All right, so, all right, so, ch- so check this out. Um, the... Uh, uh, tractor trailer the other one and he was from the same company as me and he's i'm watching him back up right to the box truck mm-hmm. a cab cabbies are worse than regular drivers there horrible he he literally as the as the, tra- <laughs> as the trucker's trying to back up yeah right one of my 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 buddies the cabbie's trying to inch his way in front of the and 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 the the one lumper you like that word lumper, lumper. The one lumper is trying to stop the cabbie and the cabbie just kept inching his way up until his bumper touched the the leg of the lumper. Yeah. New York cabbie versus lumper. New but, York cabbie wins. Oh, yeah. The lumper walked over and put his fist right through the windshield of the cabbie. Really? I, I, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I was like, wow, check that out. A real-life fight. And guess what? He did it in front of a cop. Note to self, don't F with a lumper. I, I'm telling you. Well, uh, t- check this out. A cop walked right up. Told him to put his hands behind his back, cuffed him, walked him right down the street. I mean, literally arrested him right there. The lumper. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exba- exactly. Lumpy had a bad day. Yeah, Lumpy had a bad day. But but that was it, it's a it's very it's a very frustrating few moments trying to get that set up in New York City. You you said you wanted to talk about congestion and bad roads and right. all that stuff. Well, I'm telling you that was a a very high stress moment and. Tempers went off. Lumper flipped out. Cabbie got smashed windshield. Lumper went to jail. You know, so there you have. That's my New York City congested story, and uh, I'm telling you, it was a real bugger. If you can drive in New York City, you can drive anywhere. I was locked up for a while. There was no lumpers in there with me. Yeah, that sounds like something. That sounds more of a prison term, doesn't a lumpy? They used to call me lumpy, though. Yeah, lumpy. All right. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back to the subject at hand. Those those uh, those alleys are pretty narrow. Like you got to be pretty good to back up in one of those. I think, right? I mean, it, look, any trucker that's been trucking long enough can back up. I just I would I would completely destroy the trailer. You know, we've got a lot of videos of of drivers, and and uh, I see. You know, you talk about. Driving in tight places. Well, backing in tight places is actually even worse. And uh, a lot of drivers, man, I've seen videos and I've been in truck stop parking lots where drivers, they think they're backing up into a hole and they're taking someone's uh, front quarter panel off, you know. And and, uh, you got to, honestly, you got to get out and look. You know, backing, Johnny, you ask about backing in tight places, it's all in the way you set up. 
You know, you you've got to you got to utilize what area you have. And like when we had to back down that alley in New York City, yeah. You know, bottom line was I had to pull and and, and man, when you pull across Broadway to back up, you now have I think it's like five lanes or four lanes going one way. Broadway is yeah. Well, I now have them stopped at four o'clock in the afternoon. So that's a lot of horns. It is a horn plethora. It's a it's, ho- it's it, a horn fest. It's a horn concert. It's like the horn section at uh, it, it's, it, Radio it, City. It really is. It's like a crowd of horns, and it all it's it's amazing. It's a like the decibel of horns is this high. We can make horn jokes, but it's crazy. And so, again, you talk about backing up. When you're backing up in a situation like that, you got to keep your you got to. I don't want to say you got to have nerves of steel because I don't want to make myself look like I'm this great guy. But I'm just saying you got to keep your head calm in those situations because you're thinking, oh, my God, i got to get out of their way, man. These guys are going to horn me to death. You know, and honestly and truly, <laughs> screw them. You know, I'm, I mean, right. it. I'm sorry. You know, if you guys out there in New York are listening to this, okay, lay off the freaking horn when a tractor trailer is trying to back up. My gosh, give them a break. You know what? We've got videos of uh, – a trucker backing up on Anderson Avenue there in Brooklyn. Yeah. And, and all he does, he pull, he, he look, the, he has to back in off the street for, for that restaurant to get their delivery. There's no other way in. Okay. If you want your stuff and you live in the city, respect the trucker who brings it to you. Right? Johnny, you're getting hot under the collar, man. Well, you know what? My blood pressure's going up here talking about this stuff. Johnny, your prison days have toughened you. I know they have. Yes, you're a tough guy That's now. That's right. You might I want to remember that. I wouldn't mess with you. I'm no prag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then why do you have lipstick? Oh, never mind. Anyway, so so anyway, so we got this video of a guy backing in off of Anderson and people are going around the poor guy, you know what I mean? Because they don't have five you know, thirty seconds or one minute. Let the guy pull up. If you if you just back up, I'm gonna tell you what makes it worse if you're a four wheeler listening. The worst thing you could do is inch your way up to the front of, of a tractor. While a guy's trying to position himself to back up. Because now you just made him more concerned about you than he is backing. And now it's going to take him longer to do it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get stuck there longer, then just creep up on the truck. Yeah. You just that's, that's you, a good idea. you add to your sit time by being a jackass to a trucker. And not because the trucker's trying to be a jackass. Just because you've now made him. Now he has to keep you more in mind than he had to. He knew you were there. Right. He needs to get off the road. He doesn't want you blowing a horn. He doesn't want to hold you or she, the many female drivers. We, we, we don't want to hold you up anymore, we, but we've got to do this right because we don't want to back up and do something wrong and, and get into an accident because now we get written up or fired, right? Or right. It goes on our record. So, and, and guess what else? We don't want to miss the hole. So here's the bottom line. It was actually pretty we, funny. We don't want to miss backing in, the, in into the section where we got to get off. Especially, I, right. I'm telling you, I've been in those situations where you're, you got to be able to, as a tractor trailer driver, when you're backing up, backing up is all in the setup. And a truck driver, a smart truck driver, they want to take as much room as they can and back up as straight as they can without jacking in any way. A blind side, which is backing this way to the right of you where you can't see, Okay, mm-hmm. a blind side is the absolute last thing you want to do, and you really need, you really want to have somebody back there. You actually really want two spots, at least two spotters watching you, if you're doing a blind side. And there's some situations where there's no other way to back up. But if you don't have to blind side, you should never do it. So when you're backing up into a tight space, I don't care. 
if if you only have so much room, pull all the way up to whatever object is is making you only have so much room. A car, a wall, a tree, a pole, a water. I we used to back up. We used to go again tight spots. You want to talk about the tightest spot? One of the tightest spots I used to have to back up is and and I'll bet you some of the drivers that are listening will agree with me was um, Domino's Sugar, which was in Brooklyn. Down by the Hudson, I guess the Hudson River. Yeah. And I mean, literally, Johnny, the their parking lot touched the river. It was a railroad tie separating the water from the... Yeah, when you pulled up, all you can see was water. And I want to tell you something. You didn't have a lot of room to set yourself up, so you had to really come in there hard. I had a Western Star. Okay, you had to come in there hard and jack. No, I apologize. I didn't. I didn't have the Western Star. This is when I was driving for Lentz, and I had the cab overs. You had to jack that thing around, and you had to pull all. What I would do is I would come in, and I would go forward towards the dock, and then I would kind of swing like I'm trying to do a hard U-turn, and then I would get my tra- my tra- tractor jacked the opposite way. Exactly. You're, you're doing the cross side right now. Yeah. But then you would do that just so you can set up enough to where you, when you were going to back up, you didn't have to pull up 5 billion times to get yourself situated. No room for error there, buddy. I'll, I'll t- tell you what. It takes one slip. That's all it's going to take. And guess what's going to happen? You're in, the, you're in the drink. You're going to be in the Hudson like Sully. You got it. That's like- all I'm telling you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only <laughs> I don't think you're going to get out the way uh, everyone did off that thing. Exactly. That and But it's very true, though. It's very true. And, and so whenever, if you're out there and you're listening, and, and I, I'm going to tell you something. I watch the videos all the time, and I watch all the comments. Not all the comments, because sometimes we got like a couple thousand comments, so you can't read them all. I mean, you could if you want to read a lot, but I don't really educate myself like that. So, anyways, I see them. I see a lot of people will put up a video, and they'll go, what about the dumbass trucker that does it? I'm like, dude, we're talking about this. You're so upset about a trucker holding you up when you're trying to pass, or he's pulled out on a road trying to back up. You're, you've got 30 seconds that you could be kind. Show the truck driver kindness. Okay. I'm not going to sit and remind you. You're of- making it worse. All you're doing is making it worse. Exactly. We, should, we really got to cooperate out there on the road, and, and I'm telling you straight up. The backing thing, especially in a city, it can be very stressful for a truck driver. And when I had to do it in Bro- on Broadway or I had to go to Domino Sugar there and back up every time, you you knew that you had to make your move. You had to make your move quick enough and very cautious because of the horn-blowing maniacs that would just want to gun it and go around you. And I'm telling you, once you give these guys an inch, all of a sudden they'll start, as soon as you back up, and so if you're not lined up right in the city, as soon as you start backing up, and these cars are right up to your right up to your cab there getting ready to gun it, right? And if and and so a couple times I'll be like, Oh no, I'm not right, and then I'll go pull up and then there go the horns again. You know? They do they do that in the city, but they also do that in the construction zones too. When you're in a construction zone, man, and you're sitting there, these four wheelers are especially around the cities, they're blowing their horns, they're they're trying to at uh, some of the construction guys. You, yeah. Right. Well, and now yeah. you talk about tight areas. Now, that's a good one. Uh, I, you know, you'll see a lot of cars that want to just come up along the side. In the know, blind spot. And try to pass people in construction zones or when there's, say, a very congested area where there's an accident up ahead or something. Yeah. They start getting on the side, trying to go around everybody. Next thing you know, everybody's trying to cut each other off. I'm just saying there's there's a time we all need to go into, and I mean this sincerely, and what you brought up here construction, congestion, 
backing in tight areas. That's the time where we all need to have patience. When you know you're going into rush hour, you need to put your patience hat on. Exactly. You like that term, your patience hat. Yeah. You, you mentioned bad roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you want to know, this is no BS. When I was a young driver, I had a cab over, and that car, that truck was horrible. I was going across the GW. Mm-hmm. The holes, the potholes. Have you been across the GW Bridge? Only on my way to Rikers Island. Okay. <laughs> Johnny. I wasn't driving, though. The holes. Yeah, you're talking about the bus? With I the, couldn't see the, out the, the windows. The bus with the bars? Yeah, there uh, were, there's like mesh over the windows. So, okay. so, anyways. It's a bumpy bus, so I couldn't tell you if it was... I hit anyway, a, go ahead. I hit a hole that big in, uh, with a cab over. When I say a hole, I mean literally right in the middle of the interstate going across that bridge. It shot me up to the roof. I almost broke my neck. I'm telling you. Really? Yeah, it was bad. Meanwhile, you got the guys standing around leaning on the shovels. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. And they, they only seem to work during the day when you're delivering. So what else did you have in mind when it comes to construction? And, 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 and you know, I, I'm going to tell you something. Going, just going straight. When I, the first time I pulled into New York City. Uh-huh. It was, it's a, a nightmare. I'm going to tell you something about New York City and Chicago and all those big cities. One of the big dangers also is low bridges. And so you got to really watch where you get off. Uh-huh. And a lot of your bridges are marked, you know, a foot higher or marked a foot lower, but they're really marking from the hub up. In New York City, a lot of drivers don't realize a 12-6 bridge you can get under because that bridge is really high enough for you to get under because they're measuring from the hub up, which is about a foot. It's got to be a little unnerving by missing it by a few inches, though. I'm going to tell you, that's very scary. And I've, I've been down that road, too. So... What about tandems? It seems to me like there's going to be some really sharp turns. And you stuff need to have like them that. slid up. And that's a good point. I, I see drivers in New York City, Chicago. And Chicago, by the way, I'm just, in my opinion, I would rather run New York City than Chicago. That's what I've heard. I no, Well, actually, most people don't. Most people will go, no, I don't want to go to New York. I don't go to that place. My, I cut that off my map. I don't go. You know, you, you hear all kinds of I stuff. I ain't going to the Northeast, especially yeah. New York City. Can't find no parking up there. Dang those it. those yeah. Yankees don't know how to drive up there. Yeah, and the tolls, man. I, who wants to pay them damn tolls? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Your owner does. You're not. <laughs> but right. anyways. Exactly. But, but so check it out. What the hell was I even saying? Well, you're talking about construction zones and tandems, and I don't know. I don't even remember. It was a point I was going to make. I'm getting well, like you. Well, let me. One thing that just blows my mind is, I'll be in a tiny little car driving, uh-huh. and I'll be going through a construction zone through the city, and they have those uh, Jersey barriers on either side. I can't believe I lost my footing or my my space. Good. I'm just talking. You just interrupted me again. Anyway, um, <laughs> I am like white knuckled on the steering wheel, thinking. I'm going to hit something. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like I'm claustrophobic, like I'm in between these things. How the hell does a trucker drive through that? I don't understand. I look at these trucks, man, and it looks like there's like three inches between the jersey barrier and the tire on both sides. You just go. But, look, I, I will say, and I, I know everybody noticed it. That's crazy. Uh, those jersey barriers, which are those big concrete walls, if you look at them for miles, there's like wheel marks on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. they are getting hit. There's no doubt about that. You know, I, I've never hit one myself, but I see a lots of big, long rubber skids on the sides of those things. So people are, so people are getting nervous and hitting them. Um, I'm glad I never did. I'll flip a truck. Yeah. You know what makes it even worse? You got the Jersey barriers, but then all of a sudden um, the road changes, and it's a different pitch. It's where the two roads are coming together, and there's a big bump.
I don't know how they do it. And then in the rain, too. What I hate, and, and you talk about the roads, what I never liked was the, like you said, the uneven lanes. Ugh. When they got one already made, and then they want you to switch over. Yeah. Most most areas, they want the trucks in the left lane. It, it, you know, honestly, truly, it's it's a bugger. But you know what? It's just it's construction, man, and it just keeps going. And I was saying before about Chicago and New York. I mean, I'll tell you what. And maybe because I know New York a lot more. But, man, I've driven Chicago for a good many years myself, and I'll tell you what. There's only one way in Chicago from the east. And, and I'm just saying 80, 90, they call that Skyway. Um, you got 65, you got 30. All that stuff comes together up above Gary, yeah. Steel City and all that, and that area. And if you aren't in Chicago by, I don't know, um, you, 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 let's put it this way. You need to wait till at least, I would say, 10, 11 o'clock at night to go in for the next day. If you try to go in about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, it's one huge backup. Just a deadlock. It, it just adds a lot of time. And I personally, when I used to, I used to be leased onto FFE. Well, yeah. I was driving for an owner, and uh, I used to go to Bridgeview, which is up off 294. And so you had a little bit of a ways to get up there, and I would purposely, literally, I would sit out there on the turnpike if I was early. Most of the time we weren't, and I would always time it to where I was going into Chicago, like, after 10. And then I would just go in there and, you know, pull in to the terminal up there and go to sleep and then uh, get up the next day. And then they'd have me run the city anyway, so it was a pain in the butt. But I'm just saying, Chicago and New York, you know, it's like arguing who has the better pizza. Because if you talk to people in Chicago, they make the better pizza. If you talk to New York, they make the better pizza. Just me personally, I'd rather run New York than run Chicago. Give me the top five, in your opinion, for uh, worst places to go for congestion if you're a trucker. And, you know, this would be just probably my top five because every truck driver, if I, in fact, you know what I'll do? I'll create a meme. I like that, Johnny Acid. We're going to create a meme, and it'll already be created. You're welcome. Johnny Acid. We're, hey, we're already going to have this thing created, but then the show will come out. Because this, this show is not going to come out till you know sometime in July, I think. Pity. Or August, whatever. Mm. Oh. This is my favorite show. So top five. For congestion? Yeah. Crappy places to drive. Okay. Places that I hate, I'm going to tell you what they are. Go ahead. Me personally. New York City. Obviously. Wait, I, I want you to go in order. Number one, two, three, four, five. Oh, wow. Come on. Do it right. You know, I, and I've never ran, I, me personally, I've never ran L.A. They, they say it's a bugger. Yeah. But if, if I had to go with my top five, top five congested cities. Minersville. I, yeah, Miners, <laughs> Minersville, <laughs> Pennsylvania. No, um, I would say um, number five. I'm going to give that to Baltimore, and I'm going to combine Baltimore and D.C. together because they're so damn close. How about, I'm going to say D.C. Okay, all right. Number four. Number four. I'm going to, people are probably going to think that I'm a little nutty, but number four for me is Cincinnati. I couldn't stand going there. I always, for some reason, was always backed up there. Didn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. All you Cincinnati drivers out there, we want your input on this. Yeah. All you guys who've gone through that city, I want to. I'll be interested to see. I mean, I, I, I but I'm, always, I'm, always, I, I got to be honest with you. I consider myself, and all drivers consider themselves smart, but I consider myself smart because I always try to time it going in through cities 
I try to avoid certain hours, rush hour in the morning, rush hour in the evening. But um, Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Atlanta sucks. I mean, uh-huh. in fact, you have to have a permit to go down Atlanta now. Back when I drove, you didn't. You, you now have to have a permit to go. You have to go around Atlanta unless you have a permit to go straight up uh, 75. Well, that's and, a real pain in the ass. And, not really. It, look, Atlanta sucks anyway you go. Um, and then I would say... You know what? I'm going to take back Cincinnati. I just remembered one. Go ahead. I freaking despise Boston. <laughs> really? I despise Boston. And them damn Red Sox fans. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Around. I could care less. They're pretty gun-ho up there. There goes half your audience. Uh, half my family. Right. Yeah, right. Up there, you know? Yeah. But no, honestly and truly, Boston. Um, I, I just, Boston's just crazy. Yeah, Boston has the craziest drivers. Yep. I've worse, never worse seen, than New York? I think the two areas that I see people driving the fastest, Georgia is like a raceway when you get on 95. I've never seen anybody. I've never seen more vehicles per grouping do over 100. It's like the Autobahn. You can be. You can literally do 15 over in Georgia. They don't bother you. They're looking. They're watching for the 30, 40s over. I'm telling you. I've, I see it all the time. Didn't you get pulled over in Georgia? I was like 20 over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They they weren't bothering me at 10, 15. I'm telling right. you, yeah, I was like 19 or 20. Once you get up there, they're going to hit you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got Atlanta. I've got Boston. I've got New York City. And I've what was my other one? What about Dallas? You know what? Dallas can be a bugger. Yeah. I, I mean, Dallas. Da- I mean, I've been in Dallas Rush. It's. I'll tell you. What, to me, it's congested from Dallas all the way down to um, San Antonio. It's just like one long city. You got Dallas, Waco, Austin. I mean, it's just like, I, you know, there's really not much clear area when you're going. That's like I-95 from from Boston to Florida. It's really a jam-packed interstate anymore. They need to add about four lanes on each one. So, anyways, if you go, I'm going to go with Dallas because that area is. I've been backed up there quite a bit too. So you got, you've got Dallas, you've got Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You've got Boston. And oh, I'm sorry, Boston. You've got DC. That's four. Yeah, I've got to take one out. I'm taking DC out. You're taking DC out. I am because you know what? If if you really look at all, I'm 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 really uh, I'm I'm flipping like crazy. Everybody's going, come on, Troy, get your act together. I would have to actually think about it. They all because I I'm, I shuffle it around. And I know most people can't just go. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Here it is in order. Okay, so I would as as I'm considering it, I would take DC out. And I'm tell you why. DC, believe it or not, in USA Today a few years ago was rated number two congested city in the country. They really were. Number one was L.A., okay? Now, right. now, but I would tell you, I, I would definitely, you know what, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what I'm going to, the reason I'm going to take D.C. out is because I've hardly had any problems with D.C. I, I zipped through that beltway. There was one time I sat for like 11 hours because there was a big police chase, and they had the guy rolled over, and he was killed, and it was like not far from us, so they had it all blocked off, and there was nothing you could do. You were just sitting there. But other than that, I've never really sat in D.C. For some reason, I roll pretty Every good. time I go up north to Pennsylvania, I get stuck in D.C. In DC traffic. You see, I never go that Construction. way. I don't go that way anymore. I go up 81. That's because you're a trucker. Well, you don't have to be a trucker to go 81. You just run up 95 to the 85-mile marker here in, in South Carolina. And Listen, grab- I just but- follow the GPS. Wherever it tells me to go, that's where I go. Okay, if, if it told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? Yeah, well, the GPS actually sits in the passenger seat, so 
Wherever she tells me uh, to yeah, go. Yeah, you're talking about your wife. She's the GPS. <laughs> I believe it. Believe me. You got. Yeah. You definitely got a GPS for a wife. Anyways, <laughs> and she, and she, Re- recalculating. And, and the problem is she has no off button. Recalculating. <laughs> yeah, she is recalculating. Recalculating. <laughs> Every decision you make, recalculating. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Wait till she hears this one. She doesn't listen to the show. Oh, she probably doesn't. She doesn't. You kidding she, me? She doesn't want to know. What you're saying? Yeah, this is. You ever tell her that you talk about her? Hell no. I, okay, so we got. Let's name the cities for me: Atlanta, D.C., Dallas, Boston. Oh, I keep I keep throwing out New York. I'm I'm taking D.C. off. Dallas, Atlanta, Boston, New York, Chicago, and I, I'm really honestly, truly, I'm with all these drivers, man. Most of them, they don't want to do New York. I mean, it's just a pain in the butt to get in and out of there man it just is it's an all-day affair man and and then if, if you're with a company where you got to pull the money out of your pocket to take care of the tolls guess what it's your job and then you got to get reimbursed and there's a lot of companies that still do that companies out there listening to me let me tell you something that's a good way to eventually lose a driver make them having to pay for new york 200 in and out tolls they got to get it out of their pocket and then wait for you to pay them back i'm gonna tell you something you guys that have trucking companies uh that are doing that the drivers don't do it i'm telling you you will eventually chase that driver away that crap gets old real fast so anyways and chicago chicago is going to be my worst but i want to tell you something though i love when i'm in chicago and i'm in new york i love being there i do man the food is so good man you know when i work for lentz yeah we would drive like 48 foot reefers with cab overs right we we'd get in there like four or five in the morning so i never really had a problem getting into new york city and then when we were leaving everybody was coming in so we kind of it was really cool but we would go to the bakeries with, like, fully loaded trailers of flour. Right. And then we would literally have to unload. We I was a trucker slash, here comes that favorite word, lumper. So I did lumping uh, while and, and drove. I would actually have to help unload. So you were like a lucker. Yeah, it's a trucker lumper. Trucker lo- yeah. I was a lucker. You were a lucker. A ba- I was bad lucker <laughs> because I had. Uh, you were a trumper. Hey, so check this out. It was a hundred pound sack of flour, and there was five hundred and fifty bags per load. They would you would be there for ten hours unloading, and you had to keep going. I'm gonna tell you something. People, my, most people would be going. Oh, that ain't so bad. Five hundred fifty bags. Well, think about this. Try try. Um, and the chutes, some of those chutes were 20, 30 feet long, these wooden chutes. You had to have somebody help you carry it, set it up in the basement, and then you had to set these flowers up, stack them up, and then set this chute up to throw flower bags down to the cellar. And the guy in the cellar, he would catch, he would literally catch the flower bag, right? And he would stack it to the roof, Johnny Acid. Really? Yeah, he would have to stack. The, some, of these, some of these bakeries were that big, they would get 550 bags, 100-pound sacks of flour. That's a big bakery when you can get that like once a week or once every two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so we would we would do that all day long in New York City. And what was really cool, almost every bakery you'd go to, we'd show up like at one of the places in the morning, and they'd go, what do you want, boys? They, everything was free for us. They took care of us. It was really cool. Right out of the oven, too. Ha, have you ever had a loaf of bread in New York City? Of course. Johnny, That is a, it's like a meal. You break it open, it's like cotton. Nice and warm. What we would do is we would, because we knew we, they, we would take dozens of them. They'd say, take what you want. And so you'd crack one of them breads open. Yeah. And you'd scoop it out. It was like holding a giant 
ball of hot cotton. It was so delicious, man. I would, that would be my breakfast. Or or you'd go in someplace and they'd make you a bagel. You know what a bagel sandwich looks like in New York? So I'm just telling. I'm, the reason I'm, I'm even talking about this right now is if you're a, if you're a driver going into New York, it, it, well, at least while you're there, have some fun. I'm telling you, the the slices of pizza are bigger than your arm, and they're <laughs> delicious, man. It's awesome food. I'm a foodie. I love food, man. And I'm telling you, them freaking bagel sandwiches. You'd go in there and watch these guys. You ever see a bagel made, a homemade bagel being made in water with their hands? I just thought some of the or I we go in those Italian bakeries, right? And these Italian guys would be making homemade mozzarella with their thumbs and their fingers. Oh, it was amazing stuff, dude. You just made a good point, really. Yeah, give me the point. The glass is half full. Like, if you guys are in the city and you're having a miserable time with traffic and everything, make the best of it. Like he's, like Troy said, when you're there, you know, you're, you're going to find some food there. You're not going to find it out in the country, that's for sure. So you might as well make the best of it while you're there, boys and, look, and, it's, and girls. And believe it or not, it's very safe. A lot of people think because they're going to New York City or Chicago, they're going to get mugged or robbed. Hey, right. Let me tell you something. Nobody even looks at you. They don't care. What... What you don't want to do is be there at night and talk, start talking to hookers and stuff. That's when trouble comes. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't want to. If you go near trouble, you're going to find it. But being in New York City, if you're there making a delivery and and there's a bakery right there, or a pizza shop, go in there and grab something. I promise you, it's going to be a different type of feeling versus back home in your small town. Amazing. What's that? You want to wrap it up? I think it's a long show, isn't it? Yeah, wrap it up. We've been on here. Congested cities, uh, make the best out of those congested cities. Um, Chicago, New York, uh, we're going to make a meme. It'll already be out there when this show airs, but I'm, I'm going to do that. I like that. Uh, give me your top five uh, yeah. congested you're, you're cities. You're welcome once again. Now, uh, here's how we're going to end the show. You give advice to the truckers out there, and I'm going to give advice to the four-wheelers out in these congestion areas. You go, go ahead. You go first. Okay, to you four-wheelers out there, kind of what we said earlier, you're only going to wait longer. You can blow your horns all day long. You could try and inch by that 18-wheeler, but guess what? You're going to sit there twice as long, and you're going to get even more and more pissed off. So patience. Wear, put on your patience hat. Put on your patience hat. And I'm just going right. to add to that because, again, I just want to reiterate one thing. Truckers are not out to piss you guys off out there. I. It's so funny when you watch the, the, the comments, but I'm telling you, you guys sometimes create – it to be longer by getting up in someone's face and now they're concerned so back off don't pull up to a trucker when he's trying to back up and i promise you you'll start experiencing quicker times of getting out of there because now you didn't hurry the guy and make him maybe mess up to where he's got to pull up again because he made a mistake okay advice to truckers you get a new york city load or a chicago load and you've never been there before because i remember the first time i got it Seriously, embrace it. I'm serious. I I loved New York. Even though I hated driving there, I'm telling you, it's really nothing. You're professionals. You can do it. I promise you. Just drive like you own the damn. Pull your tandems up. And yeah, slide your tandems. Make sure that you got a, a good GPS. And 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 look, if you're really unsure of the bridge, pull up and make sure you can go under it. I've got some a million New York st stories where I, you know, had to back out of uh, an L, which is an elevated freight train, whatever, yada, yada. But anyways, I'm going to cut this show. I didn't realize that we were on this long. We were just shooting the breeze. Uh, talk CDL. Uh, if uh, you guys are out there going to New York, embrace it. Don't be scared, but I promise you it's not that bad at all. And enjoy the culture while you're there and uh, stay away from hookers. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.
So, moving on. Moving on. Hey, drivers. Are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team, and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash TalkCDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash TalkCDL. Thank you.